Hey, you got your story in my gameplay. No, you got your gameplay in my story. Tonight on the VG Thought Commune Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 8th Commune Podcast. Uh, this week we're still playing Live Alive and Araibu Araibu. And uh, this past week we chose to play the Kung Fu chapter. Um, and I don't remember what the default name of that is, but it's really long and involves consonants I don't know how to pronounce. I guess uh, let's start off with some basic questions. Uh, how, how have you been doing, Fox? I'm doing pretty good. Feeling excited and refreshed. Refreshed. Glad to hear. Zanrio, how are you doing? Yeah, um, I'm good. Shouty? I'm awake. That's that's more than I, I would ask for. Uh, Mario fan? I'm I'm sleep podcasting right now. That's um you know, I've been thinking about getting into that. Do you know uh like how do you train for that? Oh, you just you it you don't. It it just happens. It's genetics, really. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. It, yeah, this goes back a long, long way back when my uh, great great grandfather podcasted with the Amish in his sleep. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Zanrio, have you been playing any video games? Yes. This week, I finally got the Oanda game cinema in the main. Oh, the, uh, like the Elite Beat Agent predecessors? Yes. I got them in the main, and I've been playing them a lot. So they any good? Yes. Very fun. Very good. Glad to Very hear. weird in Japanese. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> uh, Shouty, have you been playing any video games? Yeah. I have one or two. Do you know um, what they were called? I've been playing uh, Henry Hatsworth in The Puzzling Adventure. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. It's very difficult, though. So, is it all puzzles? Um... No, it's, if anything, the puzzles uh, supplement the action. Okay. So it's, so it's more focused on action than anything else. So, I guess I've never looked into Henry Hatsworth. Like, what, is it just an action game, or...? It, it literally is a, an action puzzle game. Okay. Since you need to um, go into the puzzle world, where it's kind of like a, a panel to pawn or test attack. And um, in there, you can do things that will affect uh, the action. That's a little... How did someone come up with that? <laughs> what? I don't know. It was made by a small team at EA. Okay, I guess uh, it, that's not the Shank team, is it? I feel like I heard that. I don't know, but they also went on to make Monster Tail. Okay, that, okay, thank you. Um, Mario fan? I've, uh, 
I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories. Is that that's the PSP one, right? Yeah, and then they put it on uh, PS2 later, and that's the one I'm playing. Okay. Is it any good? Well, yeah, sure. If you like, a, you know, being a mobster, you know. Being a lobster, maybe. Being a mobster, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's pros and cons to each of those, you know. <laughs> Who says you can't be both? <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. I don't have to play. <laughs> it's coming. Oh. <laughs> Fox, have you been doing any video games? I've been doing Sonic Racing Transformed. Ooh. Are you enjoying it? I, I'm really enjoying it. I've been putting too much time into it. You can, I, you can play as a Dreamcast controller. <laughs> what? what? What is this, Star Parodier? Um, it's, it's a secret unlockable character. I think it's like the, the, like the ultimate racer you can play as, and you have to unlock him. And he's got like three different forms. The race car from Daytona USA, a Dreamcast controller, and I think the... Fighter, fighter plane from Afterburner. Ooh, so it's a, it's the fanboy character. Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought the fanboy character was the football manager. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone I've talked to about that game really loves it. I haven't heard a single bad thing from a person I know. Oh, here's one. The game is kind of glitched at times. Oh well. I guess I filtered those kinds of, like, glitches out. Because I remember there was a patch that took forever to come out. Yeah, but even then, it's still kind of glitchy. There's oh, one wow. level that's unbeatable if you're... It's, it's really hard to get to the first place if you're playing as well. Because for some reason, the collision detection screws out with her. Ooh. Um, I myself have been playing, uh... Lego City Underground. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> under undercover, it's under something. I... <laughs> under something. Yeah. Under all that dust. <laughs> well, it might it might get pretty dusty once I'm done with it because I really don't. I don't think I understand what makes an open world game fun. And um, I think Soup said last night that um, open world games are fun because you get to walk around and do a lot of different things, but uh. I, maybe it's just Lego City, but it seems like all the things I do are just, like, uh, like scripted events, basically. Is that a... Mario, Mario fan, you play open world games. Is that generally true? Um, you know, I, I find my... When I, I play open world games, I think I find myself being really, uh, structured, I guess. You know, I... I shoot for doing all the missions... And everything, but um, I don't know. I I guess I don't really like just explore for the sake of exploring too much. So you're you're more about getting a hundred percent, or yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, I don't think that that really deters too much from uh, what I'm doing. Like okay. um, like like going for a hundred percent. I don't I don't feel like I'm uh I'm going. Why am I playing this game? <laughs> Why do I keep going? <laughs> it's no try here. No, I, I'm like, despite the fact that I'm not, 
I don't think I'm taking advantage of it being open world. I, I still think I'm getting enjoyment out of uh, the atmosphere and the charm and all that. Okay, so a lot of it is just the flavor of the world itself? Yeah, yeah. Lego City certainly has um, a lot of that. I like the... The script loves telling the same joke over and over. Um, but other than that, it's a really fun uh, story to follow. Lots of wacky characters. This week, we played the Kung Fu chapter of Live Alive. Many of its battles aren't against foes. Instead, you fight your students, who have much lower stats than yours. These are all fights that are really easy to win, but the thing is, the students earn different stats depending on how you fight them. So, a good portion of the fights aren't intended to be challenging at all. How do we understand such an RPG? Moving on to the Kung Fu chapter of Live Alive, um... You want to take turns pronouncing it first? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take turns trying trying to remember what the original name for Kung Fu was. Is it... uh, I, I think it was, uh, Shin Shan Quan. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that could just as easily be a joke as what it genuinely is. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know! <laughs> Uh-huh. So, the, the Kung Fu story, you get to train your students for, like, it's like the middle half of the game. There's a pretty big setup and there's a pretty big, uh, down, wind down. But in the heart of the game, you're fighting your students and teaching them different stats and stuff. So I was wondering, uh, Shouty, how did you go about training your students? What sort of strategy did you take? Well, I've had some prior experience. So I knew that um, if you only train one student, uh, they'll be as strong as they can ever be, and uh, the rest of the chapter will be easier. So the best strategy is just to train one student and ignore the others. That's a little heartless, though. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's, we got to do to make the chapter easier. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did, did you get a kick out of training the one guy, or was, yeah. it, the, was it the girl? No, I trained. I trained the fat man. Ah, Samo. Yeah. So, did you enjoy that aspect of it? Or? Yeah. Um, it was fun using different attacks uh, to ensure that they learn that technique. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I felt a little bit like Pokemon in that respect. Mm -hmm. Um, Wario fan, how did you go about training your students? Well, uh, before I started, Soup kind of tipped me off to the whole just focus on one guy thing. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> I pretty much employed the same tactic to the same student. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of Samo love on the commune. Because Fox, I think, did I, did I read that you trained him, or he was your favorite student as well? He's my favorite, yeah. <laughs> it's level <with> Parker. <laughs> you should get a spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Live a Sano. Uh, so, Wario fan, did you enjoy it? 
Yeah, I mean, um, it was it was it was new. It was a different way to to handle uh, the things, the, the battle and stuff, experience. You were basically like the guy giving out the experience instead of having to go and kill a tiger or something to get experience. Yeah, I guess that is how the game was set up. It's uh, the master trying to pass on his experience, and he does that in experience points. It's the most literal sense of the word. <laughs> that's that's the tagline on the box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know why. Um, <laughs> box. Uh, so did you? I think I read that you tried to train people evenly, except I using different stats. Right. I tried to train them exactly evenly. So for each little encounter, I'd fight each of them once, and then I'd have one fight left over. So I'd go for whoever I thought that statues belonged to. Yeah, I think um, I think the one leftover fight was to make sure that you could never have it truly even. That makes sense. But I think there are three training instances, so yeah. You oh no. <laughs> so, so I, I did, I, and I did do that. Like, so the last fight I always went to someone different. So I was wondering how they chose that. Okay. Hmm. Well, what were the, uh, the things again? One for agility, right? Yeah. I think it's agility and vitality and then like power or something. It might be that different attacks teach more of a certain stat. Yeah. Or certain stats might be prioritized. I don't know. Did, did all the kids have uh, different base stats? Yeah, they did. Okay. Um. So how did you... Like, what made you train your students that way? Well... I didn't want to be heartless and just focus on one person. <laughs> <laughs> so you also knew that that they, the other two were going to die. I I I didn't know they were going to die because I hadn't checked the forms before then. But I just I felt natural to want to train them all evenly because I didn't. I mean, I I didn't hate any of them, but I I didn't want to show any preference to any of them either. I kind of I kind of thought there was going to be one who would win anyway. Okay. But I'm glad Sam will win. <laughs> um. Zanrio, how did you train your students? Well, I think I looked up a stretch, stretching guide, and then I found out that the best stretching would be to just poke one of them. Okay. And uh, did you enjoy it? Um, yeah. Um, I guess personally, I just, like, I thought you were teaching attacks, not so much stats. So I would just pick attacks that I liked, and then um, I would always make just attack the students with death attack. Yeah, like like the hugging attack was pretty important for me. Um, yeah, I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I tried to train them like kind of evenly, except I showed preference for Yuan because he came off to me. He came off as a main character to me. He seemed like okay. he had the most character development. Um, I'm sure Samu didn't have the most character development. <laughs> 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 yeah, in my file he did. <laughs> There's one part about that with, with Yuan. Is right after they all died and Yuan died, I went back to town and talked to his grandmother. And she was like, oh, I hope you take care of Yuan. <laughs> oh, you see, Lee and Samo don't have family. You can't go back and regret your choice. 
You can't talk to the restaurant owner who's <laughs> who, who Samo stole food from. Take care of Samo. <laughs> he was my favorite thief. <laughs> huh. mm. I I thought it was kind of disappointing that you didn't get to like build a party out of complementary moves and um, statistics. I thought that would have been an interesting approach. So, one, while playing this segment, it felt a little, uh, like, it was strange not to have any challenge, um, but it did feel like a good way of telling a story of a student, or master's training students. So, I was wondering what your thoughts were on the matter. Like, is the gameplay in service to the story, or did they craft the story around the gameplay, or do you think the story and gameplay work equally as well? Uh, along together. Um, Wario fan? Um, I thought it did a pretty good job of uh, working the gameplay into the story. You know, because it says, you know, the old master wants to pass down his skills, and then you play as him passing down his skills. So, I thought it worked. So you think that the two were sewn together pretty well? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Fox, how did you feel about that? For this particular story, I felt like uh, the battle went well with the story. Like, it wasn't just tacked on, but throw up playing with a live. I, I keep getting the feeling that the whole thing could be made in RPG Maker and that the combat's really secondary. <laughs> yeah, I guess Caveman was a little more basic, so it emphasized the battle system more, but um, for Kung Fu, you really could have had any battle system. And it would have worked. Yeah. The point wasn't that you had a grid to stand on. So, I guess it sounds like, from your point of view, the story sort of took. The story was more important than the gameplay? Definitely. Okay. Zanrio, uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, um. I felt this chapter that the story was more important than. All the battles kind of made. Made sense for the story. So it's like they had a story and they put all of the battles in the context of that story. Yeah. Well, except for all the random tiger, tigers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What if what if the master accidentally passed on his moves to the tigers? Huh? <laughs> oh man, that would. Then his tigers would inherit uh, the when, uh something. Or, uh, Badass. Yes, badass. <laughs> <laughs> that that feels like that should have been a secret in this game, honestly. Being able to raise a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> the magic technique was taught to all the all the tigers in the land. Even <laughs> tigers rule the world. <laughs> in the next chapter, you play as a tiger. <laughs> I need a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Shouty, did you have any thoughts on the uh, story versus gameplay question? Um, I think uh, there's only dissonance between the two when uh, you realize that um, you should only train one student uh, and you'll have the strongest uh, pupil. Mm, but that's... um. That's only after you realize that 
Um, Which might only be on a second playthrough. Yeah. But the thing is, you can restart your playthroughs of any chapter at any time. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you don't like how you did, you can re always restart. Oh. That's uh, strangely lenient and considerate. So I took full advantage of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope that doesn't mean in the future I might get stuck forever. Mm -hmm. I don't know, this game seems more lenient than, than to allow that. Yeah. It sounds like just everything fell apart then? Or what would you, you say the story still worked? No, the story still works. I'm just saying that it doesn't have that much replayability or rereadability. <laughs> uh, the gameplay part feels a little like you're just sort of. Uh, is perfunctory the word I want? Um, is that a word? <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Like, you just sort of going through the motions and doing it because you have to. Yeah. Or I guess I want to make different choices, no matter. Like, if I want to choose the girl next time or the boy next time. Yeah. and So I guess that's the extent of the gameplay. At that point, it really could just be, like, you choose... It asks you, who do you want to be your pupil? Yeah. And then you much. say Lee, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked this question because it reminded me of, like... There, there's like there's a trend in uh, contemporary games from like the past decade or so where like one clear example I have is of the first Transformers uh, third-person shooter for the HD consoles. There's one part where Optimus Prime gets captured by the Decepticons, and you play the part where uh, Optimus Prime is shackled and being led to his cell. And so you don't get to do anything but hold the joystick forward. Um, so you're, you're playing the game, and you have to do input, but it's like you have so little choice in the matter, it might as well be a cutscene. Um, so it becomes an interactive movie of sorts. Yeah. And uh, even though I didn't know that you only got one student, like I was fully intending to build a party, that's what Kung Fu felt like to me. So you wanted to build a party out of the pupils? Yeah. In hindsight, do you think that would have made as much sense as just choosing one uh, person to pass it down to? In the context of the story, no, because yeah. I'm pretty sure he says I only want one person. Yeah. Um, but I, I like parties. So. <laughs> I well, I don't. I tr I tend to avoid them. So, uh, Fire Emblem, you do the Ike only run. <laughs> I'm not talking about that kind of party. Oh, you mean um, Republicans, Democrats, Greens, Libertarians? <laughs> Let's just call the whole thing off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. When Fox mentions that the combat could have been made in RPG Maker, he speaks to an interesting notion. Another way of putting it would be to say that the combat could have been anything. It wasn't important that it took place on a checkerboard or that you had a kick attack or whatever. In reality, the game would have been different even if there was just another row added to the battlefield. However, it would have been pretty much the same experience on our end. So somewhere along the line, we're evaluating all of the elements of a game and saying, this bit is important, or this bit don't matter so I'm just gonna ignore it. In the space between our ears, we take the game and shape it to our own liking, 
subtracting parts, or emphasizing others as we see fit. Up next, since story is so important to the Kung Fu chapter, I decided to take a look at what makes a story important. So, for this week we are we're talking about story a little bit, so I picked a story quote to talk about. Mark Slabinski is a, is a writer for the Gamma Sutra, and he wrote a couple weeks ago that uh, he, was, he was writing an article about things you should consider when you're writing a video game story. And his final point was that, <clears throat> Above all else, you must never forget that the majority of people who play this game won't remember a damn thing you've written. I thought that was pretty striking, and that's, I, personally, I think that's pretty true, but, uh, I was wondering, Fox, will Kung Fu stick with you? I don't think it'll stick with me any more than Caveman did. Oh. I didn't find it too personally engaging for me. Uh, like, a lot of the things he did story-wise, I thought I could see coming. I mean, I liked it, but it was just, it seemed like another run-of-the-mill passing down passing down tradition story to me. Yeah, it uh it is pretty well rooted in tropes. Xanrio, do you think you'll remember Kung Fu for years to come? Uh, maybe? <laughs> well, I'm off to say well there's other video game stories. Why do why do you think that is? Uh I don't I don't know why I guess the stories that varies with what type of game this, of course. Okay. Yeah. So I always say pretty much based around the story, like um, visual novel games, then of course to remember the story, because the story is the game. Right. Well, i games without the real story, lots of that was just some simple story and the main part of the game is just going through levels, then I probably won't think so much about stories. Although plenty of people do remember um, the princess is in another castle. Yeah. <laughs> what a shocking twist. <laughs> so shocking it happened seven times. I didn't see it coming the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, once happens that much, then people probably start around remember it. Yeah, repetition, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but most people only remember it for having it beaten into the ground. <laughs> so, uh, Shouty, do you think you'll remember Kung Fu's story? If I think of it. Uh, but, um, I think when I played it again, I didn't have much remembrance of it. At least for, for a good reason, if only for it to have a more emotional impact on uh, on me. So um, I guess it's only not I guess it's only forgettable, but for the right reasons, so I could uh, enjoy these experiences again. Okay, that's a little like I guess it feels like if it if it was emotionally impactful, wouldn't you remember it? Yeah, but um, it just seems so cliched that uh, it's kind of forgettable. I see. Okay. Wario fan, do you think you'll remember Kung Fu Story? I'm not sure yet. We'll have to see the future, I guess. But, uh, I think in the long run, I'll probably remember it as part of, uh, uh, Live a Live. Uh, I'll 
I'll remember the experience of Live a Live more than all these specific stories. That's what uh, the impression I get. Okay. I think I'll remember it, like, in the context of Live a Live as well, but, um, I guess a little differently in that Caveman set me up to expect just a normal-ish RPG, and then Kung Fu was so story-centric and that it was a little... Looking back on it, I can observe that there were cliches, but I didn't... I had never seen them in, uh... Based on the simplicity of Caveman, I wasn't expecting even the most basic of cliches, so I think in that sense it kind of surprised me, and, um... I think it'll stick with me in that sense. So, I was wondering in general, like, what... I guess, actually, we already went over this, uh, like, what kinds of dialogue we remember in games. Because, Andrea, you said visual novels tend to stick with you. I can definitely, uh, I can remember a few lines from Snatcher. Um, <laughs> Shouty, what? Oh, Snatcher is a visual novel for Sega CD. Shouty, uh, what kinds of dialogue do you remember from games? I think I tend to remember, uh, jokes in the dialogue more often than anything else. Oh, how come? Because it usually stands out. Usually if you're in a serious scenario, um, if someone cracks a joke, it'll stand out more and be more memorable. So, yeah. do you play a lot so of serious games? No, I don't. But, um, I guess I play a lot of games that end up becoming serious, but it's still silly all the same. Okay. I, I don't know. Games, in general, tend to follow that, don't they? Yeah. While you're a fan, what kinds of dialogue do you remember? Like Shadi said, I think um, I I tend to remember jokes more often than not. Thoughts? Goofy things are things that like stick out. Like, a young girl shouldn't be showing peaches that young. Oh, good lord! <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess a rule of thumb is if you can take a screen cap of it, it's pretty memorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Alfred, jokes. Like oh, remember the time in Caveman when Pogu said, picture of Zaki? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're... <laughs> I do remember the time I asked if the long-haired people were guys, and then Fox said, picture of Zaki. <laughs> I guess um, I tend to remember things that strike me as really uh, like faux cool. I guess like um, a lot of the lines in Sonic the Hedgehog where he tries to come off as really cool, or um, in Snatcher. Like, oh yeah, this is happening. What? Like oh yeah, and this is happening. Not not like during gameplay, but during cutscenes or like uh. No, like like uh, Sonic is green and Billstone. No, but like in the in the opening of Sonic Adventure Two, he makes like a crack about Nick Peter movies. I'm out of here, and then he jumps out of an airplane. <laughs> like it seems really dumb and stupid, but uh, I guess I have a sort of twelve year old mentality about that sort of thing. Right. There is one part of Kung Fu where uh, the master goes, it's all in the mind. Like when he's confronting those thugs, 
So I guess that would fall in the same uh, category as uh, vocal lines. Yeah, I think so. I was, I was also reminded of, of Um Jammer Lammy when uh, uh, Master uh, uh, Taganami Sensei says, um, Dojo Casino is all in the mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's teaching uh, Lammy to use whatever she can get as a guitar. Isn't the original, like, a kick punch it's all in the mind? Or that. Yeah. It's a series staple, I think. Yeah. That's what Taganami is known for. His name is, is still. You don't remember his English name? No. Do you? Chop Chop Master Onion. Oh. Man, I was just going to say Master Onion, but you do his <laughs> full name. It's an honorific Chop Chop. <laughs> <laughs> so did we have any other thoughts on like what makes a story memorable yeah yes like I said it depends on how much of deal is named for the story in a way or how important it's made off to be because sometimes it's just not uh, not tacked on but just added in to so what you're doing makes sense in a way while other times it's based on more like I want to tell an extra story yeah. So it's a matter of getting the player invested in your story. Yeah. I guess the tricky thing might be, how do you keep a player invested in story and gameplay? Yeah, I do like it. I generally put gameplay if I had to choose one, but it yeah, depends on how, how good the gameplay is, of course. So... If the story is very interesting to me, then yeah. I feel like with uh, with visual novels, like the gameplay yeah. is pretty bare bones, and like there might be puzzles, but I usually just brute force everything. Um, but I'm still able to get some amount of enjoyment out of it, just because I like reading, uh, you know, stupid descriptions of potted plants and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> Hotel Dusk, Hotel Dusk has its failings, but that, like, that main character is really fun to follow. Kyle Hyde. He's lovable. Yeah. Maybe I should play that game. I, th I think so. People who like visual novels generally dig Hotel Dusk. Yeah. And did you get, um, did your region get, uh, Last Window, I think is the sequel? Last Window? Sequel to... Hotel yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, it did. Uh, Last Window is one of those games that uh, came out in Europe, but not America. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah, gloat it over. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, well it's, it's just fair since... We got Last Window in Shenmue 2, and we got Shenmue 2 in Super Mario RPG. Well, <laughs> they got a virtual console release. Oh. That's some concession. So you is Last Window coming out on uh... Europe didn't get? What? You, you know what we got that Europe didn't get that's kind of a, a bad thing that it skipped? What's that? Uh, 999. Oh, what? <gasps> Europe didn't get 999? 
<laughs> yeah, uh, as far as I know, it didn't come out in Europe, which is kind of bad because the sequel did, and it's a very story-heavy series. Yeah, I thought that's strange too, since since the sequel came out, then we just assumed it had come out in Europe too. Since it's a PS game, I'll just bought it. Yeah, problem solved. Region yeah. 3. That's, yeah, that's the bad thing with the 3DS. Reason why ruins it the fact the game doesn't get off there. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not paying for a, a mother 3DS. <laughs> I pay one of the games. <laughs> Just get a re- 3DS for me, 3D. I, I'm. I hate to say this, but I'm pressing my fingers. There's no Owen Don three just for this reason. Oh no. There's no what? Owen Don three. No. Um, oh, that. Oh, that is so annoying. 3ds. Why are you so cray cray? Why is Kung Fu better than Ninja Warrior, fan? Well, <laughs> because there are too many ways you can screw up Ninja. Uh oh. <laughs> I've killed like nine people in Ninja so far, so I don't like hearing that. It is like, oh man, there's there's so many things to do. I don't, I don't know how I would do this without a guide. I just, I don't understand. Oh no. Ah, Fox? Why is Kung Fu better than Ninja? I haven't played too much of it, but I'm trying to do it without, without killing as many- by killing as few people as I can, and that's going to be very difficult. Oh, I thought the point- doesn't it set you up by saying you need to kill 99 people? Do I have to? No, it, 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 it says, is he able to kill 100 people, but- um, you know, that in itself is an option. You don't, you don't need to kill a hundred. You don't even need to kill anybody if you can. Oh, what? I, I wish, okay, I'm glad I know that now. <laughs> there's, there's other things too that's just, that would screw it up. Like if you're, if you are trying to kill everybody, there's, there's like ways where you can kill somebody, but that would, uh, lock you out of not being able to kill somebody else. What is this, Fable 2? <laughs> Zanrio, uh, why is Kung Fu better than Ninja? Um, well, from the level of play of Ninja, I barely started it. I got the impression that there's just, you have to keep track of everything all the time for that. I can kill that person, don't kill that person, and don't go in there and Yeah, you gotta watch your step. Yeah, I'm just reading this strategy guide because I feel like that's the best way not to mess up anything. <laughs> Shouty, uh, why is Kung Fu better than Ninja? Um, well, I guess I've had to point out one flaw in Ninja, which is that it is kind of difficult. 
And, uh, Kung Fu, um, I guess the choices are a little more upfront. But even then, that can be a flaw in itself, because then it the no outcome depth. seems up. Yeah, it has no depth. So I think Ninja is like a combination of Kung Fu and Caveman, in that there's lots of exploration, but there's also choices in the matter. I would play a video game called Kung Fu Caveman. <laughs> I think it was called Bonk. <laughs> Bonk is a ninja? <laughs> and he knows uh, Kung Fu, I guess. Oh, um, right. Uh, I've been enjoying, like, maybe I'm uh, blissfully ignorant here, but uh, I've been enjoying ninja so far because I like the, uh, the stealth. Yeah, stealth is really cool. It's one of my favorite overall mechanics of any, um, uh, of the chapters. I absolutely forgot that was even a button. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're supposed to use it if you want to bypass enemies and not kill them. Well, I, I wanted to kill everybody. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that was my ambition. <laughs> You guys and you're killing everybody. Kind of, defeats, kind of defeats the purpose of being a ninja and doing things secretly if you're just going to kill everyone and leave a pile of bodies yeah. behind you. <laughs> a pile. <laughs> well, you do have an invisibility call. So, I think it's wrong. You can just hide. Do you have invisibility cloaks to hide the bodies? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a pleasant surprise, walking along and you kick something? What's this? Oh my god. It just stinks in here for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and ten for it to stay that way. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, uh, Fox, any last words? Are you gonna kill me? No, probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, not too many. Those are my last words. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Alright, bye. <laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> Um, Zanrio, any parting words? Nope. Okay. I guess that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shadi, anything you want to say before bouncing? Um. Hmm. <clears throat> no. <laughs> okay. I had to think of really long about that. <laughs> Wario fan, anything before we go? Yeah, uh, my my only regret in this life is that I used the default name for Kung Fu Chapter. Uh, well, someone had to. Hmm. Someone had to be that Tabula Rasa. <laughs> <laughs> the name doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> that is really weird. Why does the name like 15 characters and then you only get to use 6 characters to replace it? I think it's just a flaw in the translation batch. Oh, like you can, like in J Japanese, you could say that name in 6 yeah. characters? 
Yeah, probably. Oh. But uh, we have so many letters and so many combinations of letters to make noises. We can't do that. The alphabet oh. is very flawed in that respect. It was kind of hard to choose a name like that with only six letters. That's why I went for uh, a theme of names between each chapter and either everyone or anything after fruit. Is that an effort to uh, advertise fertility? Maybe. <laughs> I'm advertising it to myself while I'm playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, right, I already asked Mario again. Alright. Yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> you wanna ask me again? <laughs> Any last words, Mario man? <laughs> um, no. No, I go with what I had last time. Okay. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, this has been the Commune Podcast episode eight. Keep it real. music on this podcast was from Live Alive. I'll leave you on this final thought. Sanrio brought up the issue of primacy in story versus gameplay. We tend to think of which one comes first, whether that means which part was created first, or which part we feel is most important. Are these two fated to be separate because one is passive while the other is active?